You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first in a special edition of Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. Wow. What do you mean? It's the second. Well, yesterday was a pre-packs. Pre-packs. This is the new. This is the first Official. out of three Paxi shows that we're doing where we're covering Pax. So we've been there. We've seen some stuff. We haven't scratched the surface of it yet, but we saw a lot of good stuff, and we're here to talk to you about it today, or at least what we got to see. We all have different stories, and if you don't know, I'm Stephen White, your host. Todd Stark is with me. I'm right here. Lacey Finley is with me, and Wicked Beth is with me. So, Hello. we're all here. We're all here. <laughs> I mean, if they weren't here, then you'd kind of be wondering what happened to them, because you knew they were coming back, so... Uh, all right, so what do we have to talk about? Let me see. I'm, I'm going to pull up what I had first. First on my notes, and Lace, this is going to go to you. Detroit Become Human was the first game we got to, to lay eyes on. Lace, you got to play it firsthand. Tell everybody what you thought of the game and your experience. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we come down the escalator, saw that first thing, first stop. As uh, most people may know, I have been waiting for this game for about five or six years. I'm a huge David Cage fan. Um, it, it was everything I wanted it to be. Um, I am a little disappointed at my own decisions because I did trigger the final cutscene because you do get to play the first scenario from start to end. Um, so I had planned on doing a little bit more exploring uh, with unlocking the different things. So I unfortunately messed that up. So I might have to go do that again tomorrow. Um, but it, it was fantastic. The graphics are amazing. The storytelling is gripping. I could already tell this is going to be an emotional roller coaster from start to end. Um, and as you were discovering things in it, it actually unlocks other things for you to talk to. Because in the first scenario, you probably have seen the trailer um, where you're trying to talk down the android who's got the kid on the ledge. Um, that's been out there for a while. Um, and since I didn't get to finish doing all the exploring that I wanted to do, um, as you're talking to the android on the ledge, you see where it says locked. So there's answers or responses that I was not able to do because me playing Connor didn't discover said thing. So I'm, I'm hopeful to go back tomorrow and replay that scenario just so I could see the different things. Um, and then total fangirl moment, of course, I uh, tagged it on Instagram that I was playing it. <laughs> Actor that played Connor is totally having a conversation with me right now. So I'm having a fangirl moment over that. Uh, but oh my God, it's, it's, it's going to be great. I am extremely psyched for this game um and the mechanics behind it are really good the camera angle was a little bit funky for me at times um when i wanted to do a, a look around i guess i'm so used to games now doing a complete right. 360 free, free um camera. and it's not free form but you do hit i think it's the the right uh r1 and it does change angles so that makes it a little bit easier um and you do like reconstructions so when connor is coming across um evidence that you find uh you, you'll do like a little reconstruction if you found Not everything that's on it um and it takes you back and forth um and and that was what I, I thought was really cool also and then there was like a little side thing there where you either save the fish that's you see on the on the ground or you don't so tomorrow i almost want to don't save it and see if that does anything i don't know or maybe it doesn't even matter until later on into the game um as long as you don't kill off connor i guess because unfortunately um connor and the android died but the little girl survived in the scenario that i played through so it's uh i want to know what's different when you go back tomorrow 
Yeah. Like, if you do everything. I, yeah, I do too. And apparently the guy that was working the stand said there was only one person, I guess, so far at that point that had saved everybody. But I mean, who knows how long they had been playing it or if the booth was open yesterday. So I do want to go back and um, hopefully discover at least all the things that are in that particular scenario. David Cage, so far, good job, man. Good job. Awesome. Yeah, I want to comment on the graphics and how well... They made the people look so amazing. Usually yeah. there's at least one thing. It's like, ooh, the hair looks weird. Like, or that facial expression mm. looks unnatural. It looks spot on. Wow. Amazing. It did. It did, I mean, they're they're known for their graphics and everything they've done from way back to Heavy Rain where it looked very realistic. So to take a step backwards or not progress at all, it would be surprising. And I think this is actually the first one that they've had where they could really take charge of what they have to work with with the PlayStation right. because Beyond Two Souls was kind of a crossover between PS3, PS4, so that always hinders that. Right. So it was really nice to see a game that's really taking advantage of the hardware they have. So I'm excited for it. I'd like to try it out myself. Yeah, I think I'm going to try it out tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, no, you you have to. I think you'll love it. Like, I've always been a fan. I think he's always done really good with that, though, to take advantage of the technology at the time mm-hmm. that the games were being created. Because mm-hmm. even to go back and look at Heavy Rain now, like, yeah, you can tell it's on the last-gen console, but it still looks really it's good. Still it still holds up. And, and we were having that conversation before. If it only came out a couple years <laughs> later, I think it would have done a lot better. But now we're in the heart of where people, I think, are really eager for those story-rich um, gameplay where you've got a lot of different choices and I, I think it's I think it's going to do really well and I'm, I'm excited to see the rest of it well, they for blend sure. the movie and game so good it's almost, almost seamlessly yeah, now yeah yeah I would be surprised if it doesn't do well uh, Beth what's the first thing that you had on your agenda what would you like to talk about in one of your experiences well so you have a whole list here and now I'm like hmm yeah. Pick one. Um, <laughs> well, well actually we went to the last year booth Mm-hmm. Uh, did we talk about this last night a little bit? Yeah, uh, we may have. Yeah, okay. We, we brought it up. Now I have yeah. a better idea on how the gameplay is. Uh, Lisa and I were talking to one of the devs, and he was explaining um, you know, the premise of it and how you actually can defeat the monster. Mm-hmm. And it looks like you actually have to work together as a team because each person has a special skill that's required for your survival. Um, I, I forget what it was called, but some type of like contraption that will it's like wavelengths that tracks the monster if it's close or far Mm -hmm. there's a medic there's a melee person so you really have to work together as a team which i do like games like that that force you to work together instead of like oh well maybe this person will run off or like team killing or anything like that uh but it looks now tell me because i i didn't get a chance to really look at it Mm -hmm. i'm not very familiar with it what kind of game is this it would be, it's a survival game, like a survival horror, like a Friday the 13th, okay. Dead by Daylight. Is it is it like those in that in that regard, like it's a, a four-on-one yes. type of, okay, okay. Yeah. And the, it was a four, it was, I think it was like four or five, but. Yeah, I there, think it was four, there is a, four high school students, four friends. Yeah. yeah and then mm-hmm. there's that supernatural killer. Yeah. And what I liked about this one is that you can actually kill the killer, mm-hmm. which, you know, on Friday the 13th you can with Jason, but it has to be a series of events in a special way in order to do it. Right. And, you know, in Dead by Daylight you can't, you have no, no weapon. Um, 
so I really like that aspect. And when they say you can kill two killers, yeah, there? I think. And then they like, but you, when you when they respawn, you can't choose that same killer again. Yeah. So that one's done. Yep. So nice. it forces whoever's playing the killer to you have to move mm-hmm. on to whatever that skill set is on um, those particular killers. I'm not really sure about those skill sets yet. If we get a chance to play it tomorrow, we'll have more info and on it, that. And I, what I like, I feel like the your visuals better. Like you can see more what's going on in your surroundings than like mm-hmm. tunnel type vision. Well, they do. That was the one thing I did notice from all the other survival ones. Like when we were mentioning Dead by Daylight or Friday the Thirteenth, it looked like the 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 survivors was first person, mm-hmm. which you don't get in those other ones. They always gave the survivors third uh, third person view. So it almost might add a little bit more of that scary element to it right. because you're not able to look all the way around your character right. and yeah. see what's coming. So I would be interested to get to play it actually and see. Mm. I like how brutal the killer was. Like he he came in there and grabbed one chick with the braces by the head and just beat her. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he looked, he looked like, uh, super violent. That killer. Look how. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a big Hulk looking dude. But it now, wasn't as gory. I don't know if that's uh, something that's going to get added in later or if they're just that's the mark they want to hit. Yeah. You know. Now who who's developing this? Do we know? Oh, we're failures. Uh, we ha- I have the card. I didn't bring it I'm over. just curious for the sake of curiosity because uh, is this somebody we're familiar with already? Is this someone who's done this? So. Like, No, I-, I don't think so. And this game was supposed to come out in beta last year and didn't happen. And they were like, yeah, sorry about that. Okay. Um, but they did say what was really cool. The people who kickstarted it, mm-hmm. they had an open, it was not Montreal where they're at. Yeah. So they were like, hey, we're sorry that this got pushed off. But they invited those Kickstarter people to, uh, I, I guess, a convention or they rented somewhere for them to get to come play the game as it sat at that yeah. moment. So that, I thought that was a really nice I wonder nice if they did, nod. had them do it, like, how the devs were playing, how the devs were playing the monsters today maybe. against yeah. you know, the survivors. So maybe they did that. I seen one of the monsters, he grabbed um, one of the uh, survivors, like, in a headlock, and it was almost like he was holding her hostage. Mm-hmm. And then two other people attacked him. So it wasn't like, I don't know. He didn't beat her up immediately like that big Hulk did. So yeah, because that was over with. As soon as that thing busted the wall, that chick was dead. Right. So I don't know. I guess they all have different aspects to, or different, I guess, little things they can do as mm. far as the killers. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that will definitely be something that I'd like to check out tomorrow just to see if we can get a little bit more insight on it. Uh, Todd, you and I are going to talk about The Walking Dead, the final season, since we both got to go see yes. that. Uh, we were both in a uh, special panel with the uh, publisher, game developers, and the voice of Clementine, yeah. uh, Melissa Hutchinson. So you go ahead and tell me what your impressions were of this game so far, what you got to well, see. I mean, they redid the engine, mm-hmm. and it looked awesome. I mean, like what they were talking about, like you could, um, it did make it look more like a, the comic book. Yeah. Like not the black and whites, but the art style, you know. The background, they talked about how darks were starting to connect with stuff that, you know, more stuff was moving around. I knew they yeah. noticed that. Like, her hair would actually blow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other, they didn't have that another time. But, uh, I don't know, she, Clementine's grown up now. Yeah, and that was when they showed that, that picture where it was first Lee and her when she was, yeah. you know, what, eight years old yeah. or something like that. And then they did that transition to the shot yeah. where she was grown. She was and it was just like, oh my God, she's not a kid anymore. You know, we've watched her grow up. Yeah, AJ was probably what five or six. Yeah, probably her age. And that was the other big hook is when we kind of left off spoilers. If you haven't played season three, uh, she was on the search for AJ, 
the baby from part or season two is where he was born, correct? Yes. And then she lost him. She was been trying to find him. So apparently she does find him right. because she never technically did at the end of season three. So we know he's going to be a part. And almost the, in, the, in episode one. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, absolutely. We don't. So the, the big question at that point becomes, or at least the, the, the vibe you're kind of getting, seeing the way they're marketing it, is now she is Lee right. in that regard. I you mean, know, she is that the, character now. The way they were standing, it was pretty much just yeah. the same picture. She's even got the axe, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the way they even kind of described it, you think about it from, there's that parallel that yeah. she is now in Lee's position protecting AJ, and AJ being like her. Know what she knows. Exactly. She she was just thrust into it as a child. This is all he knows. Right. So he knows I mean, this is all he's ever known in his lifetime right. is the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So how does that change to the dynamic between these two characters? That entire relationship, it'll be similar, but there are differences to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So how is she gonna approach that? I mean, because it's it's not the same, particularly. Right. Despite, you know, the, the very obvious similarities. So that was interesting, just knowing how they're going to do it. The gameplay even seemed like it was a little bit more open. Yeah. Did it, it, it not? It like you could, well, it's, uh, I think they said you could kill anything at any time. Yeah. And oh, wow. now they showed, they showed a, a, a demo that, I, I'm going to say <laughs> this tickled me uh, uh, completely, is the entire uh, panel was streamed on Twitch. But the moment that video came up, they said, okay, Twitch people, bye. (laughs) And they cut them off. That was great. (laughs) So we only got to see it. They said, if you were at PAX, you were the only ones that got to see it. Did you hear all the computer tables flipping? (laughs) (laughs) It would have been funny, yeah. Yeah. But we're going to be able to describe what we got to see. Now, granted, I think I would have, it would have been cool to see a trailer, like a legitimate trailer. But again, that would have got out at some point. Uh, I'm sure there's somebody out there who recorded the damn thing when they weren't supposed to. But despite that, you're getting first first-hand look. We got to see it. All it was was a tech demo showing Clementine showing the world. She didn't have her hat. She didn't have her hat. That was a big question they asked. They said, "Who wants to see Clementine with a hat?" And everybody, almost everybody, should, you know, raised their hand and said, "Yeah, she has to have the hat." And then they're like, "Who doesn't?" And there were just like two or three people. <laughs> Because they did, they did. I mean, well, let's ask Lace and Beth. Since you, I mean, Clementine, hat or no hat? Oh, hat. Wh- hat. Yeah. I don't know. It's I like a staple. Like it's like <laughs> you almost associate that, you know? Because there was even scenes in like the the first season where it was like when it when it was stolen, mm-hmm. we had to go back for that hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, really yeah. Hat, yeah, we gotta get that. If hat. it's sentimental, then hat. Right, and and mm-hmm. there was at least one. Yeah. Yeah. One great point that they did make, and I I kind of agreed with this, is losing the hat, going away from it, is almost like a a way of saying I'm moving on. You know, this was a part of me, something I was holding on to from my past. Yeah. (laughs) So to understand that point of it, I was like, well, if if for the purpose of the story, you're saying the representation of the hat to put it aside is like I've got to move on. Fair enough. Maybe I get that. in episode five or however many episodes, yeah. that might be a nice bittersweet mm-hmm. end to it. You pass it on to AJ exactly. or whatever, That's or what she passes by a garbage can and like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've done this thing. I am A-OK. Fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. like I think that's what they're going to do. <clears throat> yeah. 
something cool like that. Now, as far as uh, what else we saw with that, she was she she walked into a house that was like an oh well, it no, looked like an abandoned outside first yeah and that that zombie and it seemed like she picked the brick up and all of a sudden the zombie lunged at her. It was sit there for a minute not doing anything yeah. and then it lunged and then she hit she hit him with the brick and then mm-hmm. she smashed his head in and then a gunshot went off mm-hmm. in the house like, and then she went inside yeah. And there were multiple things you could kind of pick up. She picked up a knife. And yeah. what else did she pick up? There was she something else she knife. picked up. Um, I can't remember what else she picked up. I, I don't remember either. But then again, you go back outside, and there are zombies. Oh, and she looked at the she uh, a gun. She picked the gun. Okay, up, yeah. There was no bullets in it. She just kind of looked defeated and threw it down. Mm-hmm. And then she went You outside. go back outside. There are zombies everywhere. everywhere. Just all around you. And the camera really... It seemed like the... The person controlling was moving the camera, so again, that gives you a different feel for this game. Oh, that, it's a freeform camera, yeah. Yeah, it so it's okay, not yeah. it's not locked in right. like the other games are. So you're you're surrounded, right. so you've got to get away. Now, when they they froze that that last shot, there was a building off in the yeah. back, and now they did mention that the setting was a was a, a boarding, boarding school. Yeah, like a boy. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess a school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, they showed a, a couple of the guys was there was a. There were a bunch Marlon of kids. And Rosie. Yeah, and Rosie, that was that was a great story that they told. Yeah. Uh, Marlon was like this. What did he have? Like a mohawk with a mullet in the back, or something yeah. like that. L- big tough guy. And then the dog was Rosie, and she was like a big pit bull looking yeah. dog. And they were like, "This isn't spoiler. We could go ahead and say it. The dog does not die." And everybody's like, "Oh God, thank you." Uh, the relief. Could be lying. The relief. So there's no lie. <laughs> For me, temporarily, time. even if it's a lie. <laughs> But you know, I mean, it it could happen. Uh, But a lot of the the characters that they showed, they were kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't recall seeing one adult, really. None. I mean, even technically, Clementine is not grown. She's grown up. But 16, I think it was the the age that they kind of pitched out as a possibility. So it's been about eight years. Right. So it raises a lot of questions about what the story is going to be, like where are they going to go. Do you have any... What would you like to see? Oh God, I don't know. I mean, you're gonna feel like it's Lord of the Flies. Like you got all these kids rolling around. Well, Clementine's been on her own. These got these kids have probably followed one person. Yeah, I'd say it was that. What was? They showed that first kid. He had the the letter jacket on. I think he actually mm-hmm. had the mohawk. Was it him? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember his name though. I know who you're talking about. Uh, he, he Lewis tough. or something like that. Maybe. What was it? Lewis or something. I think it started with an L, but I, I could be Lewis. saying it wrong. I don't remember. Even Lewis, you're right. Okay. I can't remember exactly. But uh, I'm just wondering if he's not the leader, Clementine's going to come in and kind of mess up the dynamic he's got going. He's going to square off against her. Mm-hmm. you got to make your choice. You keep him around. You kill him. How's that going to go? You never know yeah. where they're going to take it. Now, question for the entire group. They, From what I can remember... Maybe not in season two, but I can't remember. I don't think they did. If there was a character from either the games, well, both. Let's just say that. If there's a character from the game and a character from the show or the comics that you would like to see in this final season, who is it and why? Oh, man. Now you got to think back of who would have survived the playthroughs now. Oh, man. Like, does it matter if they're alive or dead at this point? <laughs> well, I, I mean, if you think about it, we we thought Kenny was dead. Right. So unless you, fi- I mean, technically, we think he's dead now, right? But depends it depends on, on how your you play through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And funny enough, the guy who hosted the panel, what did you say his name was? It was Rick from Miller, from Kind of Funny Games. Yeah. He even said, he's like, who killed Kenny? And there were a handful of people that raised their hands. He's like, you played it wrong. Mm. My <laughs> no, no, first playthrough. Yeah, 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 yeah. You played it wrong. Well, my first playthrough um, of season two, I did not. Mm-hmm. But it was honestly gut-wrenching. I bawled like a baby because they yeah. still sent, well, I guess we all should know it's spoilers, you know, still sending Clementine into that haven for her to be safe and he walks off and I just lost my mind I just bawled like a baby and so I've had such a roller coaster of ride of emotions with how I feel about Kenny because yeah. it's just like you hate him oh I love him again oh yeah you know but if 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 he could make a little reprisal towards the end or something I, w- I would like it because he, he always up. redeems himself at the yeah. right moment you know yeah when he showed up oh my god dude it was it was like oh my god it's fucking I mean, you you felt that. You felt that. You know, yeah, it's gay because they never showed you. They they let you know in that preview that there was going to be something big. But when you saw him, it was like, oh my god, because you assumed he was dead. You never saw it happen. So I guess in this scenario, it's got to be someone that you don't know, someone who possibly could still be alive. Now, who? What was the main of the the name of the guy who was in the last season just now? Javier. Javier. Yeah. He could make a comeback for for some reason or another, maybe, but I don't know how. He's not somebody I'm aching for, I guess. What happened to the chick from season? What was she in season one or season two? I can't remember. She had the 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 uh, the mountain climbing pick. The blonde headed chick. Because that looked like her jacket Clementine had on in the uh, in the trailer. Not to I don't think she did. I'm trying to remember who you're talking about. She was, with, she was she, They found her outside of the, the city, you know, where they had all the bodies piled up and they were kicking out all of the old or the young or the mm-hmm. sick. They only wanted the, you know, able-bodied people. And she was, yeah, like Spider-Man and around yeah, outside. But, but at the end of season two, um, wasn't it just her and Clementine going into that place? Well, it wasn't her. Wasn't it that other girl that they well, came see, across? Well, doesn't it? I guess it still depends on your playthrough, though, right? Because wasn't it those two? Mm, no, no, well, I'm confusing the things. Of season that. two is where she didn't she uh, find she took the couple. Herself. Yeah, what? she was with uh, um, Omid and and, and yeah. I can't remember her name. And, and then Omid died. died. And then and she she got ran off, but we never found out what happened to her. Oh yeah. Died. The one that was pregnant, yeah. Yeah, so she could still technically be alive. Was she pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. No, she was. She was carrying. She was. She was pregnant. Okay. Because she she got panicked after Omid died. And those guys were chasing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but we never did see that. Never got resolved, to my knowledge. Not that I can remember now. I might have to do a playthrough again now, man. Because like. And the girl at the end of that that was holding AJ when they were when you had to kill Kenny, she was protecting AJ. Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to remember. Was that whole scenario when like Kenny and the. She died in season three. Okay, so I, the flashback, flashback. Uh, they did, they did show it, that. So maybe, it. maybe spoilers. Again, yeah. You should know by now. God damn it! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a game show, right? <laughs> well, what about you, Beth? You haven't said anything. Is there anybody uh, you would want to see? I haven't played the game. Oh, oh. <laughs> none of them. None of them. What is okay. wrong with you? Well, That's the, why I'm like zoning out. Like, okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Best type of game, oh, though, really. Not like well, I'm I've just been interested like, in playing it, but it's not 
necessarily the top of my list gotcha. of games. It's so, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Oh, well, fair enough. You might okay. Hear the story, though. Um, yeah, yeah. From what it sounds like, and everybody highly recommends it, so mm-hmm. I want to give it a shot. I pitched this in the theater, uh, not saying that it should happen, but I feel like that it could be interesting. Is maybe Negan shows up? Yeah, we was talking about that. Now, again, it's not a necessity, but I think if it was even like a cameo, kind of like Jesus had yeah. in season three. Now, that would be a cool character to see. Andrew Henry Rollins does the voice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly, because we were even talking about that. If you don't know this, a little history about Negan in the comics, he was patterned after Henry Rollins. I did not know and, that. And I was sitting there thinking, why wouldn't you cast the man who you patterned it after? Now, granted, I love Jeffrey D. Morgan and what he does, but... Same sense. same with like Sam Jackson and Nick Fury in the Marvel movies. They did that in the comics. They they came to him and said, dude, we want to make Nick Fury black in the Ultimate Universe. We want to use you. And he's like, yeah. Right. So if you look at the comics, it's Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. He's like, holy crap, that's awesome. And who did they hire for, to play him in the movies? Samuel L. Jackson. So why not do that for the show? I, just, I don't know if, I mean, like I, like we were saying, Henry Rollins did good in Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Maybe they called him. I don't know if they called him at all, but yeah, I haven't I haven't looked him up in a while he if he's still doing any but of that stuff. He, like you said, there might have been a different energy they were looking right. for, and maybe he just didn't bring and it. Jeffrey Dean Morgan yeah. might have auditioned yeah. crazy yeah. well. I mean, he is a great actor. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, is there anything else you want to add to The Walking Dead? Because we. <laughs> Probably I talked loved, about this for a little bit. I loved when they went down the panel and they said, "What is what's this last season meant to you?" Yeah, and Melissa Hutchison cried. She did. Yeah, and she was she was him. trying her best not to. Oh yeah, but and then she, when she would bust into Clementine. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was just awesome. You know, like she even did the little voice. And then she did the grown-up voice, and it was you could tell the difference in the mm-hmm. two. No, I'm so jealous I didn't go to that That's panel awesome. now, guys. Like, I, I do believe, game isn't there a meet-and-greet tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Is that was today. Was that today? It was today. Oh, after well, the, damn. The well, anyway, it was it was cool to see her, hear her do that, and understand the passion she had for yeah. that character and the love for she, she had for it, and even thanked everybody who's been on that journey with her and who loves that character. She is. She's a great character. I didn't realize how much she would mean. Like, right. when you got to that point, it's like, you feel sorry for the girl in, at the end of season one, but the more it's gone on, it's like, I love this character. I, I love, love this. And if it wasn't I, for amazing voice actors like right. that, you wouldn't yes. connect as well, she you know? that character. Like, whenever I heard you're going to play as Clementine, I'm like, oh, no, no. Not, not now. You know, I don't want it. Yeah. They're going to screw it up. And then they didn't. That was, no, she nailed it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Lace, what you got next? Uh, well, we could talk about Evergate. Let's talk about Evergate Do because it. that was um, that was a, a that was one of those surprises we were looking for. That was a, yeah. The reason we came to this show was to find those indie games that we we weren't expecting, and oh boy, was Evergate that game. It was it was great. That was that game that we didn't know anything about. We came across it and said, you know, this looks this looks interesting. Let's give it a shot. Gorgeous looking game. Mm-hmm. We found out that the designer of the game was not there. I would have shaken her hand mm-hmm. because uh-huh. yes, yes of her. her. Yep. She funny enough, they told us the story she was in LA doing battle bots. Yeah. She builds robots. Yep. Wow. Beats them up. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's the the look enough was enough to sell me to say this is something. Visual. 
stunning. Yeah. But I didn't get to play it. Lacey, you got to play it. Yeah. Tell me what you thought. Tell us what you thought. You know, at it, it first, the only thing that I was a little bit apprehensive about is I'm not, I don't gravitate towards puzzle games. Generally, I, I kind of get frustrated and give up probably after a while. Um, so it is a puzzle platformer. Um, I do have to say, though, the main protagonist kind of looks a lot like the Hollow Knight character, just a smidge. Um, but as you're progressing through these puzzles, it's like um, he's got this power that shoots like a beam and it goes through these gems, but it's at a specific box that it has to go through before you can destroy those gems. So as you're doing the platformer, you have to be able to figure out how to get all of those gems cleared and also figure out how to get to different levels within the platformer to be able to move on. And as the story is going on, you pick up these pages, which is starting to give you insight into your back life. So as far as you know, right now, you don't know what your story is until you start to pick up these little um, these little notes. And then they'll have like a little scene where something starts to look like it's coming together and all you hear is like maybe a baby cooing or something going on that's starting to try to drop tiny hints about the story. Um, and again, the reason why I love showcasing indie games, the passion mm-hmm. those guys exuded for it, like that right there in and of itself is where you're like, this is fantastic. They came together. As you're watching them watch other people play the yeah. games, they're so freaking excited when you beat it and this, that, or the other, and they're just like ready and waiting to hear that feedback and all this kind of stuff. Like they're putting a lot of love and passion yep. into this game, and I cannot wait to play more of it. I, I really can't. They really looked like they just wanted to talk to everybody that was there interested in the game. And they really genuinely just wanted to know what you thought. Yeah, when she and, got up, they they pulled her aside and was like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Give us your insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I had nothing bad to say. I mean, even for just like the demo that they've got going on there, the mechanics were very smooth. I wasn't running into any bugs or anything like that. Um, and, and, and the puzzles were challenging enough, but still... Um, easy enough for me but like just take a little right. bit of brain power sit down and think about it now who knows as the right. game goes on they did skip through a couple of things so i could play a later level past the demo portion that they had set up um so i could see that it's gonna eventually get pretty complex because i was up to the point where you had to start figuring out three different colored gems one will blow everything up so you got to figure out if you need to do that first Mm -hmm. last it'll give you a boost to jump um so you really yellow ones make you jump Mm -hmm. okay but it'll also destroy that little box i wish i would have asked what it's called that you got to shine it through so you got to do those last more than likely you know um and then there was some like red ones in there that you you can't just shoot like you would the rest of them it destroyed the whole thing and made you start that level over. So it's a, it was a nice little balancing act. And One thing I want to say about the puzzles when I was talking to one of the guys about it, because um, I was telling him, I like puzzle games, but I get really frustrated at times. Mm-hmm. And with this game, there's not just one way to do the puzzle. There's multiple different ways. And he told me he loves watching people and like their ways and their strategies of trying to, you know, overcome these puzzles. Mm-hmm. And they're all different. And I'm like, that's that's actually really cool. You know, I like it when this is not just one way of doing it. It makes it less frustrating when you can get creative mm-hmm. with that. And I even think for them, like you said, seeing that other people are figuring out their puzzles in a whole another uh, other way, it's got to be somewhat satisfying that they've created a puzzle that has multiple outcomes, not mm-hmm. just you have to do it this way and that's it. 
Yep. You know, they've mm-hmm. done something to where it's like, here's a puzzle you can solve, figure it out. And everyone can do it their own way. And that's amazing mm-hmm. for me. You know, so I, th- I, what they have on their hands is a bona fide hit. It's yeah. not coming out until 2019, but I guarantee you it's going to be big. Yeah. The little character you play as is a little spirit, and he is so cute. He is cute. <laughs> That's the, the main thing that attracted me over there. I'm like, oh, my God, look how cute that is. What? This game looks awesome. It, is, it was like, it I know, this doesn't make anything, but, like, I, I love when they add specific sound effects. Like, when I'd run into the wall, there was, like, a little, and then you hear, like, the sliding down the side, and I'm like, it's just, like, little touches like that. Yeah. That is just like, okay, that was cute that you thought it of it. Yeah. And it was just the look of it when it's, like, stuck to the wall and just kind of coming down. I'm like, that, that's really nice little touches right there. And the score was really good, too. They got everything going really right for this game, so. And didn't you say that you heard that maybe the score was done by someone? Yeah, but you know what? I wish I could remember who it was specifically. Do you remember when we were having that conversation? Because it was someone who, like, did scores for, like, some pretty major work. And now oh, yeah. I'm like the name is escaping me. I'm going to ask him again tomorrow, I think. Because, yeah, like they. they oh, I wish I could remember. I wasn't well, who who right is now. the developer for this? The developer uh, is. Stone. Uh, Sto- Hold on. Stone Lantern. I'm Stone sorry. Stone Lantern. Yeah, yep. sorry about that. Stone Lantern. So Evergate is the game. Um, and we got to talk with Kent and Ariel today. They they were both amazing gentlemen. So um, definitely go follow these this this game, guys. I think you're if you especially if you're into platformers and even a little bit of a puzzler kind of thing. I think you're gonna really dig this game. Yeah, that's what we're saying right now. I'm not even joking. We're not joking. We're being very sincere right now. Go out there and follow them on Twitter. Keep your eyes on this game. This one's gonna be a game to watch for sure. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be my mm. day to play. I'm like, playing today, it. Today I just yeah. kind of wandered around with stars in my eyes. I mean, I wanted I wanted to play it, but, you know, there were other people waiting. I didn't want to deprive them. I was watching her. She was and, – and I was I was engaged just watching her do it. Yeah. The, again, mm-hmm. this would be one of those that would be perfect to stream because you're going to be watching someone playing it, trying to figure out this puzzle, and you may have an answer. Right. You yeah. know, as they're sitting there struggling and saying, I'm trying to figure this puzzle out too. Because I was, as she was sitting there looking at it, I was like, maybe she could do this, maybe she could do that, but I don't know, I'm not playing it, you know, so I'm not too familiar with the mechanics, but I am understanding how she's doing it, so I had my ideas, but I was watching her and I wanted to see what she could do, Mm -hmm. and there was a time where she kind of was like, do you kind of figure this out, and you know, I didn't really have a lot to say about it, but Again, perfect for streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think they could go either way, right? Where you get the camaraderie behind it and everyone's helping out or everyone's going to start raging at you like, why don't you see how this puzzle yeah. is done? And then you're like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. <clears throat> so it's a, an either or for streaming. Right. But I, I still think it would be great. So. I think my community would love it. Yeah. yeah. Either or now. It wasn't. Yes. I no. still feel. I, I stand I mean, by my statement. I'm just yeah, saying. I but I understand the, the toxicity that comes with people who. But there's few and far between especially in a good community it's sometime 2019 right now so they don't have a firm date it would definitely be a game i would stream oh absolutely they talking about uh yeah no um i believe it's def well what were we playing it on uh it was that i think it was pc we were playing it on because it was the xbox and then they were talking about hopefully consoles later on Mm -hmm. so um as of right now definitely pc it sounds like um, and then with the possibility of hopefully uh, transferring that over to, I don't know, if PlayStation also, or if it's just Xbox, because you got the Windows thing going on. I mean, it would definitely fit in on those, and sure. especially with Nintendo now being big in the indie market, trying to push for that, they need to get on this too. This would be huge yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. So, 
Evergate. Stone Lantern, go follow them now. Do it now. Okay, we're we're talking them up big for a reason, people. We're not just saying this because they paid us money or anything like that. They did no such thing. (laughs) I did get 50 cents from one of them for a coat. Oh. Okay. The change though, when they were breaking the dollar, yeah. Or, yeah, that was it. No, we, we really, we really think this game's going to be something uh, very special. So, hopefully, we'll be right. I feel like we will be right. Mm-hmm. I hope they're, they're, right. I mean, everything I've seen today was they're there for a reason. Yeah. yeah. All right, Beth, what do you got? So another game I was checking out. Um, let's see, so many, but it's overwhelming. It's like hard to compare. It's like what is, what is the best? Um. Let's see. I'll go with Amur. Okay. Um, Lacey and I both got to play this. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, it's not usually like the type of game I would go for, but I'm trying to open my mind. And uh, but it's horror, so mm-hmm. which I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, and I liked the, I guess like a, the style of the game kind of grew on me, like the graphics. Um, but I thought it was pretty cool. It wasn't like overly complicated, but it, it has like some type of challenge to it. Mm-hmm. I like um he didn't really go too much into like the you know, story behind it, but he's essentially he's trapped in a mansion and he has to find his way out. Right. And I like how dark it is. Mm. And you just have like little challenges, um, and you have to kill the monsters. It's not like the you. Monsters you... scared. Oh, I did. I mean, give me a jump man. scare. I had the, the crap headset on. And I was like, <laughs> scream so loud. And then I turned around and I punched him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's his fault, but whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> but it was it was great. Um, and then when is that one coming out? Did that say that was? This one, I think, actually, if I remember the guy talking correctly, they made this demo, and then it's going to go on Kickstarter. Okay, yeah. Um, So, like, even when you were trying to get information about Will, which was the the protagonist, or Mm -hmm. however it's going to end up in the game, uh, I'm like, so what's the backstory? And he just kind of grinned. Psychological More of a thriller kind of thing. So when I was talking to the dev, I'm like, oh, kind of like Layers of Fear. He's like, exactly. He's like, I love that game. It's kind of like where we're going with it. Um, Once again, those devs were freaking awesome. Very friendly, very eager to talk to us. Mm -hmm. They were fantastic. It started started out as a one-man project. Uh, Yeah, he said the the guy that we spoke to, do we remember his name? Uh, if we, I'm sorry if we it's don't remember your name. Studios, yeah. if that helps. Like, no, I didn't sorry. catch his name. I'm sorry, guy. I even gave him a card. Uh, but yeah, he was talking about it. Said this was his idea. It was his project. He just got a few other guys to help him kind of get it off the ground and get it moving for this demo. And then they're looking to kickstart it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it looked interesting. I didn't get to play it. Um, but I guess the the design of it. At first, reminded me of uh, well, Claire for a starter. That that type of yeah. game where it was the darkened yeah. areas and stuff like that. And I, I think I mentioned that yesterday that I was not a fan of Claire, but this did seem to be a little bit more engaging. Right, it did. So like it didn't seem. T- it. Yeah, it seemed to be like, especially with the monster coming after you. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot yeah. more going on. Yeah, those gems—they all did something like. 
Well, it was like it, it shone a light for you to be able to see, and you could right. activate it, and it would yeah. like runes or messages would be on yeah, the walls exactly. that you could only see. And there was yeah. one. Well, there was a way to like power it up. Yeah, that, and that was the only way to like the I think monster, it stunned the monster, stab him. Yeah, and then Which, stab him. It didn't do the stabbing animation like I thought it was going to. So I'm like, why isn't this working? And then it went to the cutscene. Right, and <laughs> it did like, that to me too. I'm okay, like, did I, that threw me off. Did I do the thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely looked interesting. I would love to see what they plan on doing for Kickstarter. Is this going to be the game they're trying to make as it is now? Or are they going to try and improve on it, add to it, whatever? So, it's definitely something to kind of keep our eyes on. I'd love to see what they're going to do with it, what their plans are, and what it will be going forward. Todd, what do you got? You got anything? Yeah, I went and watched, um, now what was the name of that game? We Death Garden? Death Garden, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. I went and watched it. Um, like I said, I didn't play anything today. Mm-hmm. I, I played one mobile game. I really just stopped and looked at a lot of stuff when it started clearing out. Mm-hmm. But um, the people that made um, Dead by Dead Daylight? Daylight made mm-hmm. this game, it's kind of like the same principle. It's the same devs? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because um, I, I, I mean, that. it looks a lot like it as far as, you know, four on one. Yeah. You got the... Uh, the, the hunter still has the first person view. They move really fast. Like, they got across the map. And it looked like he was in spurts. Just, just I don't know if he's got some kind of jetpack or what. But <laughs> like super speed or something. Fast. Yeah. He had a gun. One of them had a machine gun. I guess you can swap. One of them had a shotgun. But uh, it looked like you're hunting these survivors. And they do, like, parkour stuff. Like, I seen one of them was chasing them around. And he just ran climb the wall the hunter couldn't climb the wall so he had to go all the way around so you have that advantage and i guess since being in the first person view and your character moves so fast as well you have that advantage too even though he has a gun he had trouble shooting those guys i don't mm-hmm. know if the guy was just terrible or what but um he had trouble shooting the, the people when they were around these nodes i guess that's instead of doing you know generators they have to it's like a base, yeah, like capture like the a, flag like type thing. They, you could see there was a meter on it. They were filling it up, and then all of a sudden the hunter would come up, and I guess he's alerted when they're doing that, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. But he, you know, he would start attacking them. When they would leave the thing, you would see the, the meter start dropping, so I guess you got to stay in it or it's going to be starting all over. Hmm. I don't know. But it was kind of cool. I mean, it was... So, I, I mean, play it. basically, not to, to piss on it or anything like that, yeah. but it's Dead by Daylight, but a whole nother premise. It is, but different enough to where... It's something right. kind of stand out a yes. little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Because it did, it, the whole idea of it did sound very familiar, yeah. Oh, yeah. It but is, it, is but it did have like a new flavor to it, right. so that's cool. And it looked like you had about a 10 second head start before the hunter even came down. Okay. From whatever he was in. He's in something high above. He just he dropped down into the middle of the map. Nice. Which I, is really kind I of I want to play it too because I, and I'm curious because one of the survivors or whatever, I swear they were carrying a bow. So well, I don't he know. He did if, have something on his hand. He bent yeah. down like this and healed the So guy. I'm like, can, oh. can these survivors attack the monster or do something to kind of like stop them from killing them? It would be you know? an added. Yeah. Uh, difference to Dead by Daylight yeah, if they could. Yeah, big time. But that's my one complaint about Dead by Daylight. The, the flashlight does not work. <laughs> yeah. mm. I do walk through that flashlight whoop my ass. Well, there's like perks that the killers can get to that start to make those harder to yeah. do, yeah, you know so what I mean? So, And as, as many times as Dead by Daylight has evolved with like, fix this, we don't like this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I think they've kind of found that 
I don't know. It, that That's a weird one for me because with everybody getting all the perks from everybody now and everything goes yeah. like I don't I haven't played it in a while, though, so I should reserve judgment on how it probably sits today. But I feel like they've made it too easy. Maybe. I don't know. I, I would... played it and escaped four times out of five. <laughs> OK. See, now when that first started, if I won a match or lasted longer than 30 seconds, I was lucky. Like somehow I was always the first one found, man. Hmm. I was that one I needed to hide in a locker till somebody was getting chased. And I'm like, all right, I'm off. Maybe I can do something now, you know? Well, I would say that uh, this game, what is it called again? Death Garden? Yeah. I'm just going to do a little plug. I have no doubt that this will probably be a popular game with friend of the show, Anola, since she loves Dead by Daylight so Mm -hmm. much. I have no doubt that'll be it right up her alley. So if you're listening. Last year, too. So if you're listening. Uh, go and check out Death Garden because we, we probably feel like it'll be your game. Uh, Lace, let's talk about Relic Hunters Legends yes. because we got to play that together and we actually got to play together. I know, yeah. It was so a little that was co-op. nice. I didn't know what there. was co-op. I'm like, oh, well, that adds like another like element to it that seems more fun, you know? And you were playing on Mac and you were playing on PC, so yeah, that so was cool. They were cross-platform. Yeah. And they were even saying like mobile yeah. would be able to yeah. get thrown in there as well, so that's very interesting. It's... If I can play with my mobile at work and just shoot shit with y'all. You know, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it was a cute little game, uh, like a top-down RPG run and gun where you're shooting ducks, <laughs> ducks. <laughs> and turtles. It tough though. I, I mean, there it, was it, rockets it, going off. There yeah, it looked lasers. like there was multiple things going on around you. Yeah, so yeah. towards the end, yeah, it was like I guess when you had your boss fight, where when we got to that part, and then you had like your mini bosses who had a little mm-hmm. bit more HP and all that kind of stuff. But she went into beast mode, dude. I, I just, <laughs> run around a corner, shoot. Gotta get her frustrated. Enough, it's quack, like quack quack duckies <laughs> on another level. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it was a fun game, Relic Hunter Legends. Yeah, right? it, it was a it was a game. I think we said that when we finished, we wanted to play more. Yes, because we were hooked enough to where it was like that was kind of fun. I want to I yeah, continue playing this, and then we had to get up and leave, and it was like eh, I want to play more. Yeah, yeah, but there was no more to play. That was, I yeah. guess, all they had set up for the demo. Well, I kind of but... scoffed at it, like. Nah. It might be fun for other people, but like I started watching, and I was like, "Man, I kind of feel like I'm watching people play Hell Divers." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of felt like that, and the all of a sudden the artwork didn't bother me as bad. The mm. art direction, it yeah, the art direction, um, very animated. I guess would be yeah. the best way. I really don't know anything to compare it with, though. Gravity Falls. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be a fair, it fair. Kind of uh, look like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters that they had to play, I don't know if there were more than just, there were well, only three. There was three, but there was like two that were grayed out. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it's either not added yet or it's something you have to unlock maybe as you progress through the game. But you had two characters, that male and female, that kind of had this Splatoon-esque look. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. yeah. But, but like with that. than Splatoon, though. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that again, I'm not going to knock Splatoon players. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I've I just. I. No judgment. It it has I I don't care to play it. No, yeah. there's nothing about it that seems. But again, you said that this didn't seem fun. We might no, yeah, jump exactly. into Splatoon and enjoy but it, I but we don't hard. know. I mean, it literally looked like, and this game could probably get challenging. Mm. Yeah, you know, like there was like I said, there was 
rockets going off, like blowing up like areas. And I was like falling off yeah. the ledges. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> suicide time. Yeah. It was a ledge. Mistakes were made. And then, and there was a time where I wasn't really paying attention, but you had like a, a health potion or something like that you could use. And unless you're not paying attention, because I got to a point where I was like, oh shit, I'm about to die. And the guy was like, use your person. Well, I was yeah, like, oh yeah. what he told me. He goes, hit up on the directional pad. And I'm like, what? oh. <laughs> I That's thought I was I just going to hide behind this rock. At one point, you were fixing to do something. I think it was, it might have been you. Might have been. Remember. It might have been you, Stephen. Well, he seemed like it. he was more interested in. Well, because I kept wandering off from you. He's like, you know, the blue arrow. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me I have to go back over to where he is? All right, fine. Yeah, yeah, that was one thing I liked about it, too. Like, you know, when you play those co-op games like that, it will penalize the player that didn't die. It will just like, mm. you can't go up anymore. And then the other play, you know, player catches up well this one was like dude just catch up you know yeah. what i'm saying the blue arrow or you but go fight those enemies i'll be on maybe that was what it that. was he just like he, he was talking to me and that's when i found out about the the mobile and the pc and the mac all working together mm-hmm. and then he just jumped oh blah, 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 blah. you know do this and that like he would got excited i'm gonna help her out you know <laughs> why me though mm. yeah well then steven died well it was fine i think he noticed that i was taking care of myself pretty well so I was running and gunning for a while. I didn't die unless it was at my own hands, just to be <laughs> fair. Like, nothing and that's killed why. me. I killed myself. <laughs> so, she did kill herself. Twice. She did. All I did, I jumped off the ledge, but I never, a duck never killed me. Turtle never killed you me. You just wanted to fully tub, experience the game. You know, you I just know? wanted to see, is there something else down there at the what bottom of this cliff? When I die? And there was not. There was not. And there was not. She said, oh, shit. I heard yeah. her <laughs> And then I said, oh, poop. Because yeah. it is a game geared towards children oh, as yeah. well. So, yeah. <laughs> not that there were any around me, yeah. but, you know. But, yeah, I mean, for a game that you're going around shooting ducks, there was no blood. No nothing like that just a lot of gun shells and such a lot of gun shells and a lot of frustration mm. but it was fun it did yeah. it, it was definitely it. fun so i enjoyed it i wouldn't mind playing it again sometime um keep your eyes open for uh for relic well this is their second game of this iteration so yes. they they had another one so this legend is now either like i guess their their reboot or their sequel to that um both free to play um this one is still in early alpha so it's not open to the public yet this um, is rogue snail right yeah rogue snail is the developers mm-hmm. yep 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 mm-hmm. super sweet guy we met with mark today um yeah, another one that just looks super excited about their project, yeah. and you know, you can tell. yeah, that's what I love about a lot mm-hmm. meeting with yeah. indie devs, guys, because like there's just that fire in their eyes, man, that mm-hmm. they're just like passionate about this thing. You can tell this is what I want to do, nope. and uh, oh, it makes me jealous that I didn't learn how to do all that stuff. You know what I, I mean? Know, man, I wish I knew how to do it. Yeah. I can't do it. Now we're we're kind of hoping that at some point, as we're sitting here talking about all these people, that we're gonna have them on the show one day because uh, we did talk to them. We we. Our passion. We see the passion that they have. We're passionate about getting them on the show and actually talking about their games with us to you and maybe get you as excited as we are because we can sit here and talk about it all day, but when you hear them talk about it, you'll get into it too. Yeah. So, um, Beth, you got anything else? You got another one? I'm just, I don't know. I keep thinking about the Q&A with the indie um dev panel that we yeah the the indie dev panel Mm -hmm. yeah that the showcase yeah that was awesome just listening to them talk and how passionate they are even though 
these games that they were showing were mobile games, which I'm usually like, mm. yeah, mobile games. Those, yeah, all yeah. three of them are mobile games. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, the the three mobile games she's talking about, there was. Um, Bouncy Bounce, Smash. Yeah. Bouncy no. Smash. Bouncy Smash. Smash, yeah. yeah. Bouncy Smash. I already downloaded that one. And guys from Nashville, Tennessee. The guy is from Nashville. That's a guy we definitely need to get on the show. I want to say Big Wheel, but I know it's not that. Uh, Doom, Doom Wheel. Doom Wheel. Yes, Doom, Doom Wheel. Wheel. <laughs> Which looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, Doom Wheel looks awesome. Uh, Hex. I, oh, gosh. Crap. Hang on, we'll get to it. Let's yeah, talk about guys. Doom Wheel real quick. Uh, <laughs> and I'm a Doom Wheel kind of looked like a, a runner in a way, it did. but did I know it's not like the that. Army of Darkness game on mobile where it was just the flood of them coming. That kind of reminded me of that. Oh, because that's a fun one where it just like goes up in levels, and the only thing that right. changes the massive quantities of the mm. undead and everything that comes at right. you, and it's just a side scroll, you know. And then when it starts to get too overbearing, you're keeping them from the book, mm-hmm. and if they make it to the book, you you're done, you know. Um, I can't remember the name of that other. It, it was Hex. Something, something yeah yeah and I, I hate that i i don't remember because it was kind of a puzzle game mm-hmm. uh it like looked match three ish i think it was a little different than yeah that. It looked like you had to lay out you had a certain number of moves you had to lay out these was it like a bunny guns. head something like that was yeah it was like a bunny and head and or something like that. don't get us wrong this doesn't mean that we weren't paying attention to it we this was the last Hex thing Hexland heroes Hexland oh, heroes okay, okay. so the reason we're having trouble is we were very tired at this point. We, we talked a lot of yeah. games. Yeah. So we were people. we were doing our best to to hang on to every ounce of everything, trying to write everything down. But yeah, this is a mobile showcase of games that we saw. Uh, three very passionate, very different, uh, you know, backgrounds in games. I think uh, Hexland Heroes. They this came from first one, right? The very first one. They were from Brazil, wasn't yeah. it? Or I thought Chile. Chile. No, Chile. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, South America. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said uh, uh, Bouncy Smash. That was from Nashville, Tennessee. And then the last ones, the guys that did Doom Wheel, they actually worked at EA and then ventured off into their own and started doing their own games. Wait, were they the ones that were from Bolivia, the Doom Wheel? No. Okay, so that was the ones that did the Hexagon Heroes yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. But the, the two that did Doom Wheel, they did... They worked at EA for a while, and then they branched off, started doing their own. They actually had a game prior to this one, uh, but I said sixteen years in the industry with involved in games. But I don't remember what the other game was. But it's out there. Uh, I don't even remember what I I can see their little icon or their their company name because it was like the Iron Giant. Game work. Kipuk. It's a oh, publisher. Katsu. Katsu. No, I don't think they were. The, that Katsu, was, I think, is right, though. Katsu is the developer name, right. is it not? No, because that's the, the publisher. That was the publisher? Yeah, no, because Katsu. they were talking about, they were like, hey, good job on landing that no, publisher. That Gameworks. Yeah, Gameworks was the publisher. That's what I thought. None of us know what's going on anymore. We're trying. Words. <laughs> Words. But anyway, we're, we're talking about it. <laughs> sure? But anyway, yeah, they, they were talking about their experiences and stuff what like really that. What really touched so. me, though, is their... You know, like their trials and tribulations and how they yeah. overcame it. And similar. and they're still like so like motivating, like, yeah, we're all in it still no matter what. And, you know, you you have to have tough skin for this. Mm-hmm. And you really do. Maybe you know, because you do have the idiots out there. Like you said, you have the one star. No. It's like, oh, OK, how can I make this better? How has that given me any feedback yeah, so mm-hmm. I can improve this? And it didn't look like it was going to be any microtransactions, which... 
I don't see how you could in those games. If you really look at it, what could you do well, I'm for microtransactions? Like bouncy Candy smash. Crush kind of thing where you only have That's, so many lives Yeah, or I was thinking more yeah. like Bouncy Smash. Like, or it's even like with Hexland the Heroes seems like that could... It could go that yeah. route, possibly. It even looked like, you know, whatever those old Penguin games were, like the yeah. map, you know, with the thing, you know. Mm. I mean, it looked kind of cool, though. I was gonna, you can get addicted to those kind of, kind of games. Yeah. Easy. But their passion made me like, well, I just want to try this game because, you know, they are so into it. And, you know, I, if I could give them any feedback, I would. Yeah. Right. I downloaded Bouncy Smash while they were up there. So <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. I saw that. It felt like um, when you jump on the turtles on Mario, mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. If I could give them any criticism, it would be they had the left and right on one side. Yeah. And when I was trying to go right, I kept hitting left. That's it seems automatic. like that would have just been a full touch screen. If you touch right, you go yeah, right. If yeah, you touch left, you I go left. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's how most of them are. This is like like this, and then you tap up here, and you could do some kind of. You know, I swiped up, and I had some kind of um, healing or some kind of superpower. Mm. He hit the you know the ground real hard, and it killed everybody. But hmm. so like touching the ground was okay because like in the in the the, ground, yeah. the gameplay it made it look like you wanted to try to keep well, you bouncing. Try, yeah, on you each want thing. to try to keep bouncing on top of everybody. But if you hit the ground, you can still bounce up. But the thing is, they're bouncing too, and you have to really kind of get the timing down because you'll bounce underneath them. When you bounce underneath them, you start losing your health. Okay. It was. A, I, I could see me playing that game. Yeah. 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 So they were fun. Something to check out. Definitely, if you've, you're on uh, Apple iOS, check out uh, Bouncy Smash because that is available. Uh, the other two I don't think are available yet, but um, keep your I eyes open. So. But no. they did say that uh, Bouncy Smash was being worked on for Android as we speak, so right. keep your eyes open. Uh, Todd, you, I know you were just talking about Bouncy Smash because she chimed in uh, about that, so you kind of added to that. Was there anything else you had beyond that? No, I looked at uh, Earthfall. I had heard about that. It's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a four-player co-op. Um, kind of like it looked like uh, Left for Dead with aliens. But okay. like, well, I took a picture of one of the monsters they had there. That was the kind of monsters oh, yeah. that's in the game. Yeah. Uh, it looked kind of fun. Um, graphics look nice. Cool. It's early access on Steam. So. Yeah, it is. It's early. <laughs> there you go. Already mm-hmm. in early access on Steam. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, you can Earthfall. Earthfall. Yeah, Earthfall. Is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like I said I didn't play a lot today. I was kind of just looking at everything. Yeah, there was there was a lot. There was a lot. That's right. Kind of cool. The last game that I actually have to bring up that I got to play was the Cyanide and Happiness game called Freak Apocalypse. Freak Apocalypse. If you haven't, if you don't know what Cyanide and Happiness is, go to YouTube and search that. Immediately. Dark. Right now. Humor. <laughs> but it is hilarious stuff. Hilarious. They've got a show on Verve, if you're familiar with that, VRV.com. Go over and check that out. You can download that on your PlayStation. Watch full episodes of that. I'm not promoting. They're not paying me. I'm just telling you. Because we got to meet Chris Wilson, the man who created it. Uh, it was great to meet him. Great to play their game. It was just a demo. I had to go check it out because I put money into this on their Kickstarter. So I wanted to make sure that my money was going to something proper. And it's a point-and-click type of adventure, uh, but not in the same, the way that you would really think. Because they kind of use what, like a Super Monkey Island as a, as a good reference point. So you get to move around. And the, the demo was essentially you're in class as this character named Coop. And... You get kicked out or whatever. I don't remember what it was. I was trying to focus on the gameplay. Right. 
Anyway, and then uh, you have to go get a hall pass, or you, yeah, have to get a hall pass made. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of give you a sense of the crazy humor in this game (laughs) and the cyanide and happiness all together. So to do this, you have to go, you walk to down the hall and you find the hall monitor and she's like well you gotta have a hall pass so you gotta you know if you don't come back with a hall pass i'm gonna kick your ass and you're like all right fine so you gotta find a way to get a hall pass you go into the men's bathroom and there's I didn't do first off i didn't either i didn't so. either so i got a little turned around i was like where am i not going and then i spot the bathrooms i'm like i go in the bathroom that's what i need to do so you go in there and then you've got a bunch of greaser types who are just sitting in there smoking and whatnot and be like, hey, hey man, and you're just talking up all their craziness. And then you're like, hey, I need a hall pass because they mentioned something about making fake IDs or whatnot. And we don't need a hall pass, man. We make our own. Right. <laughs> so, so you get to, he says, yeah, we'll make you a hall pass if you just bring us a couple of items. So in true fashion of these type games. To make, you, to make what, though? To make what, though? Hooch. Toilet. Toilet hooch. Because you're in a bathroom. <laughs> That's what all high school kids do, right? Or grade school. It's right. grade school. Yeah, you know, making their toilet hooch. So you've got to go around the school and find the ingredients for the hooch. And here's what you find. You'll find an apple, which I think you found in the janitor's closet. I think so. Like already like eaten by Yeah, dogs. a rotten, nasty yeah, looking apple. great. <laughs> then you go to the uh, faculty office and you can find some sugar. Mm-hmm. Then there was one more ingredient before I get to the last yeah, one. Yeah, that's... Oh, come on. Uh, a bag. A baggie. The baggie. Yeah. And I think I can't remember where you found that. I think it was in one of the classrooms. I think so, like just laying on the ground. Yeah, so you pick that up. And also, by the way, as you're looking through this, you can... There are like little search options like in a lot of these games where you can just look at stuff and there is a commentary behind it. Mm-hmm. Definitely funny stuff just to listen to because I think there was even some smart ass comment about looking at a clock and it's like, you what, you don't know what that does? Mm-hmm. You know, talking <laughs> to you directly. So little things like that are perfect little bits of humor. But then the last thing, and I had to think on this for a minute. See, I guessed it right away and I cringed if I was going to be right. And when I was right, I was like, ah. Because you're like, what's the last ingredient I, I need? And then it occurs to you, yeast. Where are you going to find the yeast? And you go into the women's bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. See, now, okay. when I played it, I had the sugar, the baggie, and the apple already before I had even gone into the men's room. So, like, I didn't even know what I was gathering these things for yet. And so when they went in there and they when they rattled off all the ingredients and when they said yeast, I went, if I even have to go into the women's restroom. Like, that was just my first thought. And when I walked in there and sure enough, it was just like a bag of yeast laying on a toilet, at least. It wasn't like we were trying to, like, gather it though. another way. But, um, you know, and then, you know, the poor girl who was, you know, just crying yeah. on the toilet. And that was funny because you talked to her. She's like, oh, I'm just so sad. I'm so sad. And you had all these options. And you could be kind of a dick to her. What did you do? Uh, the very first time I talked to her, it was just like, yeah, I cry on the toilet when I poop too. Oh, I had the same answer. <laughs> because I didn't realize, I, I mean, when you look at the options, there was it's like, like five or six mm-hmm. answers. So you had a lot of options and I thought, well, that's kind of the funniest thing. Right? <laughs> but then I talked to her again and it was like, you want to go to prom with me? She's like, oh God, only a loser wants to go to prom with me. And I was like, well, screw you. I'm getting out of here. So you... Take the ingredients. I just went, yeah, that sucks, you know, and I walked out. (laughs) So after you get the yeast from the girls' bathroom, you go back into the men's bathroom, 
they give you the hall pass for their toilet hooch, go out there, and that was the end of the demo. But it was just, again, if, if you don't know what this is, go watch it. But this is like, very much like South Park. Mm-hmm. The, the last two games, Stick of Truth and uh, Fractured Butthole. It's getting, you're able to play this show. You know, just as you see it, that's what you're getting. So if you've seen those animated videos or whatnot, it's that. But you're just getting to be a part of that universe now. And that's the guy we spoke to, Adam. I didn't catch his last name, but he was the other guy. He was he was a producer on this game. Uh, he was talking he to us. He produced all the YouTube stuff and everything, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So very close-knit. He said it was very – I talked to him, I think, when she was finishing up. He said it's very awesome to be able to just take what they do there and implement it into a game because it's just that simple, you know. I mean, not that the process is simple, but – you already know what you're getting. You're not having to take it to another form, another medium, a different design. It's that, you know. So now you're getting to play that. You get to play in this universe now. Right. So um, I'm excited. I, I feel uh, very comfortable with where my money went. And when the game comes out, you might get to see a little something with my name on it. That's how awesome it will be. I was looking for it, and they didn't have all that implemented, which is fine. Oh, you need a locker. Yes, I get a locker. So I I will have a locker in the game, so uh, keep your eyes open. I'm curious to see what they do because the uh, what they did or what they set it up for, it wasn't anything like, this is what I want in it. They said, give us, you know, your name, what you'd like to put on there. And I even used my Twitch handle because I thought that would be a little bit more appropriate. Mm -hmm. And then they said, just tell us about yourself, and then we're going to put something in the locker about you. That's awesome. So I'm curious to see what they do. And uh, furthermore, uh, I talked to Adam to see if I could get him on the show. And uh, fingers crossed. Because, I mean, he didn't say no. (laughs) That would be awesome. So that would be a a big, big deal for us, I think. I played the card game before I even knew there was. I like, want to play that card the game. The card game yeah, like, is. I think we might have to buy it tomorrow. Really I really yes, do. exactly, yeah. exactly. That is whole. Did it's exactly that? like that. What the it little machine? So yeah, we did. Dude, I, I kept spamming that oh button God, while I was in line to get the autograph. And when I played that game for the first time, I fell in love with it immediately. I was rolling the entire okay. time. I think we have to buy it tomorrow. All right. What was the name of it? I'm freaking buying the game tomorrow. What was the name of it? Uh, Joking Hazard. Joking Hazard, right. Yeah. So there was a card game along with this called Joking Hazard, and I'm not really sure what the premise of it was, but it was just three cards uh, kind of telling a story. Yeah, it's like a story. And but in true Cyanide and Happiness fashion. Yes. Yeah. Like, Can you remember any of yes, the, the bits that you had? Because I think there was this one where it was like... like uh, one where the guy's like, I'm depressed. Were you standing there or was it you? Me. And then like, what was the second card like? Oh yeah, that sucks. And then the third card was that was the last thing he ever said to me. It was like the picture of just like a tombstone, you know, like it was just yep. like I'm depressed. Oh well, now we've killed you for whatever reason. Yes, yeah. why not? You know, but uh, isn't it kind of like everybody gets a card? Yeah, so you get so, like, I don't you know, each player gets down. like five cards, and then what you do, you all put put them down like face down, and then whoever who's like I don't know in charge flips over the cards, and they choose like which ones or how was that you, you pretty much build a story with it and somebody you all take turns who is like the best storyteller and you mm-hmm. keep the card so whoever has the most cards at the end you know you win but it's hilarious we need to play it yeah the one story that i hit it said 
didn't I see you dressed as a woman yesterday? And then, <laughs> then the middle one said, I'm a woman. And then another one, the last one, it had the little guy had a heart on. <laughs> and the other one was like, yes, had his mouth on. Oh my god! Yeah, all the ones I got oh, were man. really raunchy wow. and oh, awesome. That's, that's the, the humor though behind it. One, one of, of the ones one that one of them had my butt, like the person's butt was on top of the other one's head. Well, one of the, my other favorite ones with the guy he like punches through the guy's yeah. head with the middle Flip, finger yeah. flipping through. He said, I heard your father passed away, and, he and, said, it's huh? like, and then the next day he just punched the other. <laughs> and the narratives work for whatever reason they do. Or if nothing else, you just yeah. laugh because mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous. But. And that's that's the beauty of their humor. So. Uh, does anybody else have a game they want to talk about? No, I think so. Because I, I, I'm out of, I'm out of my list. Yeah, like I'll have more to talk about tomorrow because tomorrow I will play games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today, like I so, said, is what. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, if we're uh, dried up for today, we'll have more tomorrow because we're going back. We have plans. We have other booths we want to hit up. We hope you guys have enjoyed what we've talked about today. Hope you. Got you excited about the games we were talking about. Got you wet. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm sure that there are other news outlets out there talking about them. Look these games up. Check them out. If they're not, for shame. You know, yeah, check these people out on Twitter. Go here yeah. Well, I'm just talking about if they need visual aid or whatever. Because we're, we're, we're more of a... Okay, fine. <laughs> and you can post it on your Twitters. Yeah, and and if you don't know, by the way, if you don't know... Uh, Super Mega Crash Brothers is now on Twitter, so you can follow us. Yes, yes. So yeah, we we decided it was the best way to get out to you guys. So now you can tweet to us directly all of your questions, comments, whatever. If there's news you want us to cover, whatever you want to do, or we're going to be there. The word no, yeah, yeah. Or simply the word no, do huh? No. Facebook stole our wallet. Yeah, they did. So what we're going to do is, if you want to follow Super Mega Crash Brothers on Twitter. Look us up at Super Mega Crash. I would have gone more, but you know, there's a limit in letters and such, so that's all we could do. It was it was either that or Super Mega Crash B. Edit button on Twitter. We ain't getting more. No. We were like, we want an edit button. And Twitter's like, characters. oh, 240 characters? I, yeah, no. I know. Or yeah. 280 I mean, or whatever. I mean, an edit button. Really? That's it? <laughs> yeah, did, did the 280 ever stick or did they just oh, say... No, it's still it's there. So, yeah. and now it's just like, okay, now I'm just reading longer. Now Donald mm-hmm. Trump can just do one gotcha. tweet and not three yeah. like broken well, English. Well, no, now, yeah, no, we won't even go there. <laughs> but again, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more coverage from PAX East 2018. So, guys, I've been Stephen White. I was Todd Stark. But what happened? I reckon I'm still Todd Stark. Okay, good job. (laughs) Wicked Beth. And Lacia Finley. And we will talk to you tomorrow, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.